This podcast episode 502. Zach, I I want to start off by saying that I have some sad news. Yeah. About the loss of a friend. Oh. Yeah. It's uh it's sad because it's Monday too, but I lost the lid for the metal pen. Oh no. That's the friend that I lost. The lid's just a plastic one though, right? Oh, I didn't even I yeah, it is. I forgot that. So you can so, just like, paint it. It looks kind of nice. It. I kind of like it actually with the black hat. The black, yeah. Better. I just took one of the ones from one of the dead yellow pens, mm. um, and just used that. I went grocery shopping, and I've got a, like the field notes in like a leather sleeve that has a little pen loop in it. So mm. I crack it open, and I'm like sifting through and checking off stuff on my grocery list. And I think it just fell. It, well, I know it fell because I don't have it anymore. Um, but it must have fallen out at some point while grocery shopping. And it's mm. it's now in probably in the garbage bag of a superstore up at university in Fisher Hallman. So mm. it looks it's a better sad with the day, black hat anyways. I, I, I wasn't I a big fan. In a weird way, I agree. Like Well, because the problem is well. before, right, is the cap is silver, just like the barrel, mm-hmm. except the barrel is aluminum and the cap is mm-hmm. pla- is painted plastic. And so even though they're both silver, they look different because the material is different. They do. So it looks They're slightly right. off. So I don't like it. It's a keen observation. I had the pen on my desk, which is like, I don't know, maybe four feet from my window. And it gets cold in here at night, which is fantastic. Mm. I love it. And I picked it up this morning. I'm like, oh, I'm going to use it. And almost, like, almost dropped it because of how cold it was it Jesus. just soaked up soaked up the cold I'm like, wow mm. and then it got warm pretty quickly and obviously because it conducts heat is that the right the right verbiage um conducts aluminum's good um heat sink right that's true it's good for dissipating heat mm. anticipated all the heat in my hand <laughs> very quickly but yeah it was a good time so yeah i lost my pen cap um watched the f1 race this weekend which was which was sad for many reasons right i didn't even bother honestly you didn't miss much other than other than seb's last race you didn't miss much yeah i watched just like clips of him talking i was like i don't need to watch no the race it was just kind of eh. it was a sad race to say the very least it was a sad race so not uh not overly stoked about it not not annoyed it just was it was very anticlimactic the whole the whole thing was pretty mm. anticlimactic so yeah i didn't really care uh, too much i was like yeah fuck that no not this year man, next year hopefully but man today um england won their first game of the world cup they did it's the world cup now which we haven't had since what 2018 sure yeah something like that yes Something um, like that every four years. Yeah, we had it on TVs at work today. Oh, interesting. So I feel like we will too at our escape. I haven't been to the office since the World Cup started, but or do you does your family, like your dad and your mom, follow no football, I guess? No. Not at all. They couldn't care less. 
your grandparents at all? Yeah. Oh, okay. Of course. Heavily. Of course. <laughs> heavily. Heavily invested. It's the appropriate thing to do. Yeah. But yeah, no, I was so, like, I was pumped. You're rooting for England, obviously. Yeah, of course. I have to. Of course. I have to. Of course. Have you heard, heard like, not the controversy, but maybe, maybe controversy is the right word, but of how they're not, there's no booze being sold because it's in Qatar. Yeah. And it's got, got something, I don't know the explicit reason, so I don't want to just say um, something. Qatar is, it's like, um, it's like Dubai, right? UAE, yeah, it's where it's banned. Something. Alcohol's banned. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if some places it's like in private you can drink it or if it's just I don't know, some other places a bit more strict but i think it's just like the sale of alcohol especially in like a public setting like that is a hundred percent frowned upon <laughs> and uh it's like it's really bad if you're caught with it yeah which is funny because um uh was it budweiser i believe is a sponsor mm-hmm. huge sponsor and they can't serve alcohol, which is hilarious to me. I'm like, what's the point? Yeah. I, I don't want to go to Qatar. It's it's like the it's the only World Cup or whatever, right? That they have to they have to play at night because it's somewhat cooler. It's, it's too hot in the day to play. And it's like so you're in the stadium. Safely, it's anyway. super hot. You can't have any alcohol. And if you show that you're if you hold a fucking pride flag out you're gonna get stoned to death it's like why would you go it's like just go to a pub in wherever you're from in the world and just watch it there yeah and this probably this isn't necessarily probably not our place to comment on it but why go to a place like that in the first place other than i mean we know the obvious answer it's money but other than that why you're supporting that whole thing the whole industry well, yeah right? it's funny it's like the players themselves it's like you know they want to they'll play anyway they just dis- they disagree with what's going on but they'll still go mm-hmm. anywhere but anyways because it's like they're part of the team don't yeah. let the team down it's bigger than just themselves but for the countries themselves to be like yeah no we're gonna be you know go for the world cup this year but we we hate what qatar is doing we disagree with how they treat people and all this stuff but we're still gonna go it's like so you don't really yeah. care that much. It's the whole greenwashing thing. Just companies yeah, saying it's like they want to do winning, potentially stuff, winning the World really. Cup and playing football is literally more important to you than that. So you don't care. You say you care. Yeah. It's it's this was it virtue signaling, whatever. It's just like it's vir- it's virtue signaling is basically like I don't think it's quite virtue signaling because that's saying that you're going to do something good before you do something good, yeah. so that people are like consciously aware of it. Like if I was to virtue signal something for you, I'm going to be like, Zach, I'm going to pay your student loans, but I'm not telling just you. I'm telling, I'm posting it on Instagram and on LinkedIn. Like I'm going to pay Zach student loans because I want to be a good friend. Right. Which would be the heaviest form of virtue signal. Right. I'm pretty sure the, the U S team or one of the, or maybe even the UK team or something, they said they were going to like in their, on their jerseys have like the pride flag or, they were gonna like fly the pride flags and then they didn't. Yeah, because I feel like there's a. You lot know what's even crazier? That. Um, was it? Uh, I don't know if it was Dave or Jean Luc at work today. Show us a video. 
Have you seen of the the president of FIFA? No. Gave some like, you know, trying to be motivational, inspirational speech about the World Cup. Keep in mind, you know, he's insanely rich. President of uh, one of the most corrupt organizations on the planet. FIFA. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Documented one of the most corrupt. And he is, you know, some old Italian guy. Mm -hmm. He, um... He has this has an interview, a press conference, and he's saying how, like, I, I guess what he was trying to go for is be inclusive, all-inclusive. But he starts off saying, he's like, today, I feel Qatari. Today, I oh feel God. Arab. Today, oh I feel African. Right? And then it gets what? worse, because I'm like, I don't think you can just say that, first of all. No, you can't. But then it gets you worse, and he says, today, I feel... um. I feel gay. Today, I feel no. disabled. Today, no. I feel like a migrant worker. And I guess no. he's trying to go for some all-inclusive, like, you know, everyone's, you know, has feel, I don't know. But it's like, the it's it's it does the total opposite. It's like, you can't just say that stuff. That's so... <laughs> and, and like, you can't, like, you know, people who are gay don't care that you said that. People who are African or Arab or Qatari are not going to like you saying that because you're none of those things. You're Italian. And saying like you're disabled, actual disabled people would not like that. Yeah, being being Italian is a disability. And like a super rich person being like, I feel like a migrant worker. It's like, no, you have no idea what people who actually have to work go through. (laughs) But it's it's video and it's it's... They were showing it, and I was like, this isn't real, right? Like, it's hard to believe that, like, you know, head of one of the biggest organizations on the planet, like, all the marketing people that must be part of the organization all signed off on him to do that. That's like, yeah, this is a good idea. Nuts. That is nuts. It's blown my mind, man. I was like... It's uh, Giano Inf- Infantino. Is that his name? Possibly. I'm Possibly. I'm just seeing if I could find his net worth, and it's a lot less than I thought it was. A few million? Yeah. Um, his net worth was reported to be 1.5 million. Yeah, reported. Yeah, allegedly. Doesn't disclose all the times he's been bribed. Yeah. That's uh, that's just on paper. Yeah, I'd heavily disagree with a lot it's, of what he said there. I think that's, yeah, that's, I pretty, just that's pretty fucked up. Crazy, dude. And... Qatar's not even part of Africa. No. No, like, I yeah, I don't know what he was uh I don't It's know. on the Persian Gulf, which is like a whole landmass away. Yeah, I guess he was just like, you know, he threw that Africa. in there cuz they're in Qatar and then threw in, you know, being Arab. He's like, "Oh, sand? This must be." And then Africa. being like, "Yo, to be all inclusive, let's I'm going to say that I feel African too." It's like, "I don't yeah, you can't just say that, dude. You cannot say that." You can't just like run around being like I feel African today. It's like, no. (laughs) And even like to go and as far as to say, like, I feel gay, say what you want. Right. Yeah. But homosexuality is illegal in Qatar. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing too. Right. Like. They go to prison for up to three years. According to this. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. Great place. Which is nuts. Yeah. Definitely. (laughs) To be fair. Places to go. The stadiums they built are kind of cool. 
are they? Some nice architecture going on. Thrown in, through, you know, some cool, like, Middle Eastern, like, heritage stuff. Let's and the see. designs. Because apparently, John oh. Luke was telling me, like, that's okay. That is the cool. city where they have all the stadiums. Like they built that in the past few years. That does like not it, surprise it was just me. Desert. Um, and I guess whenever country is doing like the next um, World Cup, they have to build a bunch of stadiums because they can't just have mm-hmm. one stadium. They um, need the infrastructure, right? Yeah, and so Qatar they built eight stadiums. I believe it was eight, just for wow. the World Cup. And each one is like, you know, massive and, you know, an architectural dream. Like they all look really pretty special. Is... Ah, one of them is from the Zaha Hadid architect. Group. Yeah. Yeah. We I saw see. one where like that, that has to be, that has to be. Yeah. All like the flowy lines and stuff. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. See? I'm just on a website here that has all of them. I'm not even going to try and pronounce these names. Yeah, you could imagine the money they spent. Ridiculous. Like some of these places hold like 40,000. Yeah, they're they're massive massive stadiums. Goodness. Crazy. And some of them just look really weird. Stadium 974 by Fenwick Irabaran Architects. Um Inspired by Qatar's international trade and seafaring. Number 974 is highly significant as a project as well. Is it an international dialing code for Qatar? Okay, that's not interesting. <laughs> it's made up entirely of shipping containers. Oh, yeah, that one. That one's interesting. That one is very interesting. Khalifa International Stadium. That one might be my favorite so far because it looks like kind of asymmetrical. Yeah, they all uh, they all did a good job. They all look pretty cool. Give it was really impressive. I shall give them that. That is really really cool. That's one thing that I kind of wish would happen again, or something that would happen in the lifetime where I understand design a bit more. Is like either the Olympics or the World Cup comes somewhere close and local, yeah, like Toronto, Montreal, Calgary. <laughs> Vancouver, like we had the Winter Olympics back in 2010, but yeah. I was like 12. Well, you're lucky. And no, because Canada will be hosting the next World Cup. World what? Along with U.S. and Mexico. Apparently, Dave was saying. Um, oh, because they usually it's one country, but I don't know if it's you know for infrastructure and money reasons or whatever. But it's going to be a World Cup. That's shared between like the hosting between Canada, the US, and Mexico. So they're gonna have you know multiple stadiums across the countries, which sounds like a fucking logistical and flying nightmare for players, but mm. oh yeah. Um oh yeah. Yeah. So people are saying that like I think one of them they're gonna play at is the BMO field. Oh, um uh, but so but for it, they were gonna they're gonna upgrade it. Oh, like add more to. seating and stuff. Um, yeah, I mean it's a big place. We'll see. That's what you're saying. Like I don't know if World that's true. I, I think it is. <laughs> that's what it's like. I'm just on the. Yeah. I'm on the Wikipedia for the 2026 FIFA World Cup here, and Canada, Mexico, and the United States bid as one 
and then there was Morocco, and then that seems like it was it. Yeah. There was no one bidded, and then countries abstained from voting for a total of 200. Which is, like, kind of sad. Like, it'd be nice to upgrade BMO, but it's, like, it'd be cooler still just to build something new, but we're not going to do that. I don't have the space or the, the money probably to do that. And that's the other thing, is I was thinking about this back when the Winter Olympics were on in wherever they were this year. Korea, I think. Uh, Seoul, right? Yeah. Was it really the like the last uh, Summer Olympics? No, no, no. The last Winter the Olympics. Last winter. Beijing. This this past winter was Beijing. Oh, because they went to Beijing and, again, right? Well, it was Tokyo last summer. That was supposed to be 2020. But what didn't Beijing host the Winter Olympics before? Beijing hosted Summer 2008. Summer, oh my God! Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. It was it was Pyeongchang that did 2018. Right. Okay. And that was Korea. Um, but I was thinking, like, when the games were on, I'm like, why doesn't like Toronto is a big city, and it's got a lot of like international um, presence. Why doesn't or why hasn't Toronto ever been bid, or why hasn't Toronto ever won a bid to host the Olympic Winter Games or or the Summer Winter Games for that matter? Right. And my thinking rationale behind it is that what we know of as Toronto, like down, like proper Toronto, the GTA is such a congested, mostly residential space that has a small downtown core with a bit of infrastructure for events such as like ice hockey and stuff, curling, probably speed skating. If you use one of the big, one of like the university campuses and stuff like U of T. But outside of that, all the extra infrastructure would have to be built, which is fine. I'm sure they can find the money. But my thinking is that if they needed to build it, they have to build it on the fringes of the city. Yeah. Like all around, say like here and there, you know, we don't, we don't really have any mountains unless you want to drive two and a half, three hours north from the city up to Blue Mountain and Cottage Country to get to mountains to do any of the ski events. My thinking is that it would just be so much travel to get to all these various places that it may it may just be not practical. And that's my armchair opinion and yeah. thought on it. But Well, yeah, I don't think it would make sense, unfortunately. All the indoor stuff could be done, I think. Like, I'm sure between the universities and Toronto, you've, there's got to be one of them's got to have an Olympic-sized swimming pool or, like, mm-hmm. or uh, you know, skating like I mean, we've got the ice rink capable. Something where you could do speed skating. Mm-hmm. The indoor stuff is definitely, but yeah, the outdoor like we don't. You'd have to go north for. Yeah, for the almost hills. too far, almost too. Yeah. far. Yeah, I think that's why maybe last time, like in Canada, when it has been the winter, it's like it's already at like a ski resort type area where they have like. Yeah, they've got the hills with the ramps already mm-hmm. and the, and obviously the snow and the, the area to build all the outdoor stuff. And then they also have like the indoor stuff there. Yeah. But everything's already in place. There's no need to build it. And I think Vancouver, Vancouver has a, a 
between Toronto, like Toronto and Ontario, I don't know. Like, I don't know what the population of Toronto is, but I mean, I'd like it just so that it, and I think we've spoken about this before, like designing the Olympic medals or, or even the stadiums and stuff, or like the team kit, like the outfits that the athletes would wear on like publicly, but then, you know, a speed skating outfit versus, uh, I don't know, a downhill skiing outfit. Just be kind of dope. That would be like Olympic fashion design. That was one thing I noticed watching uh, Team Ingram play today. I was like, I don't know who the fuck picked the the font for the names on the back, but it's ugly as hell. Oh, is it? I do not like it. It just does not fit for me. I'm going to see if I can find, see if I can find an image at least. Oh, I'm sure. If you go like 2022 England World Cup jersey, I'm sure it'll pop up. But I'm not a fan. Not a fan at all. Is it this blue one? Not really a fan of the jerseys at all, actually. Yeah, the only one they they wore today was the blue. It's like white and then blue at the top across the shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. Which I do not associate with England at all. Yeah, the the blue makes a little sense. I I could be wrong because I'm not a football expert, but usually like the home jerseys or whatever are always like red and white and oh, I, I think see. maybe the away jerseys are like blue and white hmm. okay but i could be wrong um so the blue makes sense but yeah i just the font they chose for like um for the for the names across the back i just think just looked ugly <laughs> yeah I can't find any with the text on the back. I do like the Australian jersey. Very appropriate. But that's also a biased opinion. Yeah, show me the back. Oh, maybe there's one. Oh, that is a that is weird. I don't like that. Yeah, it's no. Wonder if you could search that image and find the font the font there's got to be like a font finder like that world fifa world cup style guides for all the various teams that's got to be a thing because they would have had to be presented and shown off do you have any predictions on who's going to win the world cup i don't follow it enough to actually give you a okay proper estimate i'm just be like yeah england i'm cheering for england but fair will they win probably not probably not i'm gonna i'm gonna guess um i don't know what i'm gonna guess i'm gonna guess argentina because they've been like my they've been my default just to fall back on but who knows who knows? I just yeah. I'd like I'd like to see them. I'd like to see them win. I'd like to see Australia win because it would be cool. But yeah, practically, I, nah. I, I couldn't tell you who's actually gonna win, to be honest with you. Oh, before we wrap up here, have you seen the design of the new Prius? Yeah, Dave was showing us actually thoughts. Um looks like a Prius. <laughs> it does. Yeah. I don't think it looks, it doesn't look ugly. No. 
anymore. It doesn't look ugly. It just uh, just doesn't do anything for me. That's probably just because it's a Prius, though. I'm just like, eh. Like, if you looked cool. at it without knowing it's a Prius, do you think that would change your your view on it at all? Mm. Meh. It's a neutral looking design, I think, is a good way of phrasing it. Yeah, like I just, I don't think it looks bad. I really don't think it looks bad. I think it looks, mm-hmm. it looks good as a design. It looks modern. It looks like a more futuristic version of what they have now. Mm-hmm. Um, to be fair, I remember we were looking at it. And we we're talking about it a bit at work, and John Luke was like, he's not a fan of you know how they do for like the, or maybe it was Dave who's saying it. You know, like the door handles, but they're on top, at like up by the window yeah because it's like it's a four door but the the passenger rear doors like the handles up top on one of the pillars like on the c pillar oh b pillar or something it's like hidden oh i did not know that it's kind of like the i believe it's a was a chr or whatever is like that oh it is yeah 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 the the handle Mm -hmm. for the for the back doors are up on the i don't I think it's a C pillar. It's not the B pillar. Yeah, it's a C pillar back in the corner, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, yeah, it's kind of, you know, a bit meh. It just yeah. feels like there could have been something cleaner done with it. It's also like, I guess like I'm, I'm a bit like biased because I want something like really rad and something cool when I see a concept car, right? Yeah. But, I think it looks good. I definitely, mm-hmm. definitely think it looks good. It looks better what they have now. I hope it actually looks like that because that'd be a nice, like, regular car that actually looks not garbage. Yeah, like, kind of exciting. Yeah, I don't think it's too overdone. I think from what I've seen on, I guess this is the fifth gen of it, but from what I've seen of the previous generations of it, is that there's a lot going on. And I think. One thing that this design does well is simplify and reduce unnecessary components mm. or unnecessary design flares. And I think they're also showing it off in some cool or in some nice colorways. Like they've got, again, kind of their like Nardo gray type of a thing that Toyota has. And it actually looks good. Yeah. I wouldn't buy it, but it looks good objectively. Yeah. No, good I'll, being I'll like a neutral neutral statement. Now, are you familiar with the, the Toyota BZ or BZ? What would we say, BZ? Uh, I don't know. So I think it is a it's a follow-up to the CHR. I'll send you a Snapchat of it oh, really okay. quickly here. It's like a little CH uh, or CUV thing. Yeah. And it was, I think the con, like the concept sketches and stuff came out for it last year. And I guess they presented it at the LA Auto Show last week or this week, whenever it's on. Um, That looks cool. But yeah, I think it builds off of a lot of the CHR energy. Now, I was a fan of the CHR on the outside, but not on the inside. Right. Um, that looks just, bigger than the CHR. 
It does. It looks it a does lot bigger. Look it, didn't it? Was it just the image, or does it look like the the hood in the front is like black? Or is that just because of shadow? Uh, that is a shadow. Okay. Okay. I was gonna say that's that cool. I like that. I do too. It's. I it, like that too. It's just stuff like that, that where, like, because again, back back in the day, you'd have like race cars or old rally cars, especially, and they would paint the hoods matte black, and it's the exact mm-hmm. same reason. You know, football players, baseball players put the black face paint or whatever under their eyes. Right. Because so it, it doesn't, doesn't reflect, reflect sun. Into... Yeah. Um, and so if you're, you know, racing or rallying or whatever, and you don't want to not be able to see where you're going at high speed, mm-hmm. and it's, you know, during the day in the hot sun, you don't want a fucking shiny metal hood reflecting it right into your eyes. So um, no. it gets rid of it. So it was like a functional, practical thing. But that kind of just looks cool. Mm-hmm. And there had been there has been concept cars too that have played around with that. Be like, hey, it's not just the hood, but let's say from like the bottom of the windscreen forward is all like matte black. Yeah. Or the hood is matte black, and then as it comes over the fenders, it's matte black, and then like there'll be like an intake or a character line on the side of the door, and that's where the matte black ends and it goes to like the paint. Mm-hmm. color paint and it's just like it's cool it's like a different way of thinking about you know back in the day with car design it was like a lot of american classic cars were like two-tone right you'd have like yeah. the roof and everything a different color the body a different color and you had lots of chrome or or you know like like my porsche in the 80s you have a lot of cars where the bumpers were black and like all the trim was black and so you you have this a black strip of trim in the middle of a door, you know, which otherwise until then would have been like just keep like the whole door and the big surface one color, but they do different colors so it stands out, and that's kind of died off. The only yeah. like way we get close to that is like oh the trim is like around the windows is like black chrome instead of shiny or it's just black or something like that. Mm-hmm. Toyota does it a bit though, even Nissan with like. It's some of the like the lower range compact cars though, or or a car itself, where because the CHR comes in like standard colors, but then you can also have like the greenhouse, you can have a different color mm-hmm. from the body. But it's only select color combinations and they're all wacky. Yeah, that's true. Actually, you know, you're right. Toyota does do that. They're like one and one of the only like new cars to like do that, really. Mm-hmm. And it's cool, it's just different. It's like it's even it like you see in like cyberpunk and like cool futuristic stuff where it's like the the idea of that like a design of a car doesn't have to be symmetric. Yeah. And neither does the paint. No. And having like, oh, the front is like all matte black or a different color or something like that. It just, it adds a bit more like, you know, uniqueness to it. We've gone so long now, decades of just being like, ah, just paint the color one, uh, the car one color, and because that's how it is. It's like, well, mm-hmm. you know, let's have some fun. Let's like champagne silver up, or champagne gold. Champagne yeah, I gold. remember like I want to say it was Peugeot that did a concept car. It was on old Top Gear. They did a while ago, and it was like a lot of the body was made out of copper. Really. And so mo- a lot of it would be copper. So it would age too. It was untreated copper. So it would age. Oh, so it would turn green. Um, and then 
accents and like other parts of the card be like a matte black. Oh. And it was a cool way of thinking about a car of like not just painting it or like having everything one material, one color. Mm-hmm. It's like different colors, and, you know, using a different material and staying honest the material and not covering it and I using like that. that to like differentiate between was it like cool ideas. You know, we need more cool ideas, I think. I think it's cool. It's less boring that way. It is. I think. So I think as cool as cars are now, they're definitely, I would almost say they're more on a sim. I don't want to say minimal because that's not the right word, but a reduced. Mm-hmm. Um, reduced in terms of personality, not necessarily in terms of complexity. Yeah. Because I, I think there's a lot of cars, you know, Honda is a good example where there's a lot visually going on from the actual volume of the body, but not necessarily from other things that give a vehicle personality, Mm -hmm. but that's more than just the physical volume that gives a car personality, but everything else maybe is being ignored a bit like color trim, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. That's my armchair thought on it. It's behind a Pulsar two the other day as well. A white one. Oh, really? Going home. And it was like, the sun was setting because you know how it gets dark so early now. That fucking and like I just saw like the tail lights from it. Just oh, God. you just see it and you just know, you know just right away. Looks so good, dude. They've been I've been seeing more and more of them. Yeah. I saw two in one day last the other weekend wow. when Justine and I went to the AGO. One I was driving home and just got off of the four hundred four to go to Aurora, and it got off the highway behind me and like drove beside me for a bit. It was black. Whole thing was mm, black. Nice. You had like the black, whatever the black darker rims are. Yeah. With the orange brake calipers. Yep. Or whatever they are. Oh, sir. Yeah, I don't know if that's like a standard thing. They're all like that, or if it's an option. But Polestar does like their Polestar orange like calipers, and it looks sick. It does. It it really does, yeah. especially moving on the road. And then the other one was we were in. The Frank Gary part of the AGO, like that front yeah. section on the second floor, looking down, and there was one on the street that just went right by. Like, oh, Damn, that's good timing. Yeah, one day, one day, <laughs> one day, one day when I'm old. One, one day, day when I'm old. old. Well, Zach, we've been going 35 minutes. I think we'll wrap this bad boy up, put a little bow on it, and put it out to the world. And oh, with yeah. that, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if you want to send us an email, send us an email to hi.theprocesspodcast at gmail.com. You can also send an email to hi at bigdesigncompany.com. And we also have a website that is www.bigdesigncompany.com. And Zach Watson. Yes, sir. What is our Instagram? Process underscore underscore podcast. Fantastic. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. We will see you on Friday. Peace. The process.